Welcome back to Employee of the Month. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus. And on this episode, I sat down with the incredibly talented, lovely, and really, really whip-smart singer and songwriter, Diane Birch. It was such a joy to have her on. She also sang from her new album. She's recorded two albums, which you should run, don't walk to get. I think you just have to type in a different browser. Um, I love the run, don't walk, where I'm like, actually, just just open a different window. There's Bible Belt, and now her newest album is called Speak a Little Louder. Diane Birch is so lovely, and I, I can't wait to share this episode and share her performing live. I want to thank Homer Steinweis, who helped produce her second album and is playing drums, as well as everyone else who was in the band and made it such a beautiful performance. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So your father was a preacher growing up, which is very, I don't want to say common in comedy, but the Bill Hicks, there are a lot of comedians who have preacher parents and, well, let me be honest, preacher fathers. And I think it's relatively common in music too, or at least it's not totally rare. Well, it's like, a, it's something that they try to like pitch when they're writing your bio. They like okay. try to look for, there's like a few formulas oh, for the I bio see. and like some of them are like preacher's daughters, um... You know, like, I don't know. I can't think of any other I can see, But that see was that. the one I picked. Like, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. No, I'm... Well, it's I, actually... It, it is true. I am. My father was a preacher. Yes. I was just curious if becoming a rock star is a sort of hard profession to go into. And I didn't know if you were influenced at all, either by the pageantry of the church or the delusion. Certainly by both. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm super inspired by it. You know, it's, I think it's... It's pretty classic that when you grow up in church and you have a slightly rebellious streak, that streak will perpetuate you and like propel you into like some place where you are supposed to be. And like for me, that at the time was like being a full-fledged goth, which like is pretty textbook. And um, yeah, I mean that because I was in church and because I was told like not to be curious about. Um, anything secular and because I was told not to be curious about the dark side of course like I wanted to wear velvet and run through cemeteries and you know listen to Christian death (laughs) what's that they're actually an amazing band nobody here finds that funny no people may know them Um, do people know Christian death a lot of deaths I mean are there any goths here where's the goths up in here Come on, black lipstick, nobody? No? Okay. No. So anyway, I was a goth. I I was super into, like, you know, classic goth bands and Bauhaus and Joy Division, you could say, is kind of a goth band. Um, That was also extremely, as, like, fringe movements go, that was very big when we were young. It was, but for me, it wasn't so much, like, I mean, it was kind of, like, I was growing up in Portland, so it was definitely, like, part of the scene, but it was my friend's sister, who was quite a bit older, was, like, into all these bands, and I um, I didn't really have... I didn't really know of them. I just knew that there was this kind of dark, mysterious world out there that I was told not to be curious about, and so that was kind of the catalyst for me to sort of go and find out other things about myself and push the boundaries and rebel and, and you know, get into trouble in a way that, fortunately, I chose ways of getting into trouble which weren't too destructive. It was really just physical destruction. <laughs> but you look, you look good now. Whatever well, you did to get rid of those tattoos. Well, I did tweeze out all my eyebrows. I do have eyebrows. Oh, yeah. under, out, under these bangs, people think I don't have a forehead or have eyebrows. I do. My eyebrows grew back. 
But I used to Can tweeze Can we see them out. just to make sure? Hell no, girl. Nobody <laughs> sees that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have not had enough wine to pull my hair back. You can see my Instagram for those rare moments when okay. I, I used to, yeah, whatever, tweeze I, my eyebrows out. I over-tweeze mine. I didn't mean to interrupt. I over-tweeze <laughs> mine once, and my friend's mom asked if I had lost weight. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a whole different look. It really, it really is. So one of the things I was so impressed with, you're starting out in L.A., and you decided to work playing the piano bar at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I thought that was a very smart thing to do. Smart or... Uh, yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> I don't smart. know what it was, really. It was very odd. Um, it was odd that I was so set on playing at, like, the fanciest hotels in L.A. That was, like, my goal. Like, I moved to L.A. I was super young. I was like... All I know is that I want to play piano at the best hotels. That's all I want to do in my life. But it seemed very savvy. I mean, you, you got to meet Prince. I did, yes. He heard you playing and was very, very impressed by your music. I mean, I, I don't know how impressed he was. I, I guess he was impressed enough to invite me to his house. So that, that was How amazing. many people here, just like by a show of hands, have been invited over to Prince's house just because he overheard There's you playing piano? There's a few people on the front, yeah. <laughs> See, it happens. <laughs> he has a big house. Yeah. So for the podcast audience, like no one here has ever experienced that, um, being invited by Prince to his house, unless uh, if anyone is a Jehovah's Witness, with the exception, because he is a Jehovah's Witness, with the exception of that. Hey, yep. <laughs> yep. So you went over to play at his, at his home. That sounds pretty cool. I did, yeah. It was super weird. Like I was playing and he had, you know, he could, they got my info somehow, his security people, and then I went... A couple weeks later, I got this call, and this woman was like, hey, like, Prince really wants you to come and play music at his house. And I was just like, it was like a Tuesday at, like, noon, and I was like, what? <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, when? And she's like, um, like, soon, today, now? And I was like, what? And so I drove my little Mini Cooper all the way up into the Hollywood Hills. And, um, no, it was crazy because he just put out an album called 3121. And I'm like, oh, what's the address? And she's like, 3121, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? That's the title he calls his album? Like, man, times are tough. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I go up there and I just, like, walk into this, like, purple suede elevator. And it, like, takes... And, like... <laughs> It, like, takes me up to this, like, wing of some weird house where I go in and it's, like, Prince is in there just, like, casually rehearsing with his band and, like, Larry Graham just happens to be there playing playing bass, no big deal, and, like, Wendy's just chilling in the corner. They have a little Jehovah's Witness, like, Bible study set up in the, in the other corner, and I'm just, yeah, and, and so it was, it was super crazy, and I just, I, I was really freaked out, but at the same time, like, I was like, well, he summoned me here. So, like, I'm, you know, like, I must be doing something right because he summoned me. Like, I'm just doing what I was told. And, um, yeah, so I just, I played a few songs. Um, it was super awkward. I, like, played one of, like, the war. I had nothing that I'd written that was good. But I, he was like, why don't you play a song and sing? And I was just like, okay. That <laughs> so sounds I, like, like a horrible I, nightmare. I played, like, literally, I, like, the only thing that came to mind was this, like, awful song I'd written. And I just played it and... The worst part was that there was a mirror like right in front of the keyboard, so I had to watch myself, which was even worse. And um, and he was just standing next to me, and so then he like listened, and he was super nice and polite, and actually like very lovely. And and I had lunch with him, and then ended up jamming out with the band for like 
I don't know, 10 minutes, and it was a totally out-of-body experience. Like, I'm still, I called everyone I knew as I left, and I was like, we have to meet now. We're all meeting now. I have something very important to share with you. Life-changing. So were that the, was were, fun. Were there other folks you met doing this, this job? I, I guess I saw it as savvy that working at this place that people like him would end up hearing you play. That's why I said it was smart. Oh, it was, like, super crazy. I think back now, and I'm just like, Oh my God, like there were so many crazy people I met. Like Jackie Chan once was like, you come to my house and play. I was like, okay. And so he hired me. I was like playing at this restaurant and he like, he like, you know, literally like poached me out of the restaurant. And so the guy was like, okay, go. And so I went to his house and I'm just sitting there and like, he's like, okay, now we go break bottles. And I was like, okay. Like, so I was just, I ended up in these crazy things. Like Al Pacino would be like sitting on the piano bench. Like, hey, you look great, darling. Have you lost weight? I'd be like, what? And you're like, no, my eyebrows are totally grown I'm in. like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I still have my eyebrows. <laughs> no, so it was, it was just crazy. Like, you know, I'd be playing a song and like there would be these moments where like somebody would walk over to me. Like this, somebody, <laughs> I was playing The Sound of Music and this guy like walks over to me and he's like, I directed that picture in 19 blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I was just like, amazing. crazy thing. Muhammad Ali came up to me, dude. He literally came up to me. It was the craziest thing. Like I, I think back now and I'm like, I don't think I fully understood how incredible that opportunity was to be in this kind of like place where it was like this last little group of, of people that are kind of like that I admire so much and that I'm so influenced by and they would just kind of all be milling around there and so I really did have some crazy experiences so it's okay to say that it was a smart move it was a smart move you're yeah, right it was yeah, smart that's what I thought <laughs> I just needed to know I was right um now you toured with the Jonas Brothers I toured with Nick Jonas. Okay, there's okay. a big difference. So can you now? I, I don't know a lot about. <laughs> I don't know a lot about teeny bopper music. So is that what it's called still or no? I think that there's probably other terms. Other they terms. Would prefer. Since the '50s, they've, they've come up with new terms. <laughs> I was just curious that you know, did you did it help you? Did he help you figure out how you want to develop your public persona? Whether you want to have the preacher's daughter or all those things? But, you know, being around this sort of pop star. It was super weird. I mean, I remember when I got approached to do that tour, I was kind of like, because he was doing a solo tour and, um, you know, he kind of, he was trying to come out as a different kind of artist, like separate from the Jonas Brothers. Like he wanted like to be taken seriously as like a solo artist. And so when I was approached to do it, like obviously I was like super flattered, but I was like, I don't, I don't have anything to do with that like Disney, like teeny kind of like, that's not really my world, but... Yeah. I, after, I was like, I don't, I don't think that's really my thing. And then my label was like, what's your problem? Like, why don't you just go and play? And I was like, okay, I'll just, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. And it, I, it was obviously, like, super flattering. But I did it, and it was amazing. I mean, I had so much fun. It was literally, like, Beatlemania every night. Like, these girls were just, like, screaming, shrilling frequencies. Well, like, just what was amazing about that? Because, like, the energy, you're like, oh, my God, like, these are teenage girls in heat, and they are so <laughs> into, like, Nick Jonas right now. And he's, like, unbuttoning a shirt, and they're like, ah! <laughs> and it's just literally, like, I mean, I was, like, deafened by the experience, but I, I, I would come on stage, and they'd be like, oh, my God! And, like, <laughs> it was super fun, and, and I just, I gained this whole new fan base of, of um, really young kids, mostly girls, <laughs> And uh, I'm, yeah, it was one of the better tours I think I ever did. And he's a really sweet, lovely person and a total showman. And just, it taught me a lot. I was like, yes. wow, like that's how you 
that's how you give a show. <laughs> like, he's no joke. Absolutely. I mean, he's been in training for, like, since he was, like, 12 or something. So he, it was – and he, had, he was playing with the new Power Generation band. Like, Who are they? Prince's new Power Generation band. Oh, wow. like, uh, like, yeah, so he had these, like, really, like, amazing players with him. So – the whole experience was super was super fun, actually. When you said that, I thought it was like some new Disney HX or XX <laughs> show. It's like, who are the power players? And you're like, they're cartoons, but they also play instruments. <laughs> they're just, they're Muppets. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're Muppets. I would love to hear you play. I was going to let them set up. So when your band, can we bring your band out to hear, hear you guys play some? I think so. Is if that okay? Yeah. If they're not like... Is passed Homer? out backstage somewhere. Are, are they, is that, is does Homer that happen here? a lot? Do they get passed out? I mean, this is rock and roll, girl. Okay. They might be you in know. the tour bus. <laughs> they may be in the tour bus. Um, really? Oh, they're here. They're oh, no, Homer. they really are chill. It's amazing. How, so musicians just waltz through life like that, huh? We just waltz. This is really awkward, like, to talk and then sing. Like, that's a very terrifying thought. Like, to walk out and, like, n- not talk... <laughs> Yes. And sing is like not a big deal, but to talk and then play, I just want you all to understand that I'm terrified right now. Because I wanted everyone to know how, how intelligent and, and um, thoughtful you are. I mean, you really are as a person, because they're going to f- be blown away by your music. Well, don't say that now. No, okay. They might, may, maybe. But it's good, to, it's, it's good to know the person behind the bangs. That's all. <laughs> well, thank you for that vote. Show of us your brows. <laughs> Instagram girl. Yep, terrified. <laughs> just kidding. This is just what I do. It's no big deal. You just woke up? Oh. Did you really? Because we're gonna play a dance song. Are you are you gonna like are you gonna work it out? Before? Okay. Just kidding, it's not
When they say on stage, like, can we do one more as if you guys weren't going to do one more? Can we do one more? We can do 12 more. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> They're like, we're tired. It's cold. <laughs> Bath. <laughs> Maybe that was just what I was thinking. No, I'm so happy to be here. I would play, like, for two hours. I don't care. All right.
That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Thank you so much to Joel Arnold for editing this together. Thanks to all of you for listening. We have two very, very exciting shows coming up with a lot more candid interviews and really thoughtful ones. The first one is December 18th at UCB, and then the next one is at Joe's Pub January 8th. Those are both in New York. Please go to employeeofthemonthshow.com to get on the mailing list. And there are going to be a ton of podcast episodes coming out as well as these really cool live tapings. So you can subscribe and come and you can come or subscribe or you can subscribe and come. I would just stick with two because that's usually the way that I go. Thank you all very, very much. Have a good one.